This is That Comic Smell Podcast, featuring your hosts, David Robertson, Fernando Pons, Giuseppe Lambertino, Mike Sadaka, and Tom Stewart. So upset and if so, my apologies. You see, unless I'm tied down with my pen and hand bound, I won't say what I mean. You couldn't bring me down. Cake and that was really nice, so I'm mm-hmm. quite happy to yogurt. Yogurt, yeah, yeah. yogurt cake, yeah. It was very nice, actually. Very Are nice you quite spine. handy on the sweet side of baking? And uh, do you enjoy it's it? It's not so. I mean, I enjoy cooking, but baking itself is not something that I do I very much. Cooking, but yeah, ba- baking, I kind of. I'm, I'm not scared of it, I'm, but <clears throat> yeah, I yeah. kind of do more the in the cooking than the baking. But I do enjoy every now and then to do something in baking as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Nice. What what other cakes do you do? Uh, I do. This is my probably my best one. Is a nice tray bake. It's a Mars bar cake. Mm. Mm-hmm. A Mars bar cake. Yeah, sounds good. And it's really good. Do you have to buy loads of Mars bars? Well, it's Mars bars, butter, mm-hmm. uh, Rice Krispies, and chocolate. <laughs> Is really How often do you make that a year? Do you make that like for one of the boys' birthdays uh, or something? Yeah, sometimes, like yeah. That, yeah. It's, it's really good. How deep is it? <laughs> like, is it like that? No, I, I do it much smaller. So it's a literally, instead of a layer of biscuits, it's a layer of Mars bars. Yeah. Well, no Mars bars really, because it's the Rice Krispies mixed mm-hmm. with the Mars bar melted, and then on top you put chocolate. Ah, I had the visions lady. of you no, layering Mars bars no. and then Rice no, Krispies no, 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 no. and then melted chocolate. You, you melt the butter, you melt the butter and you melt the Mars bars. Mm. Ah. And then you get this sort One of mass. mix very ah. slowly, don't burn it. And then you add the Rice Krispies and then you make this mix. <clears throat> the Rice Krispies get all sticky and a caramel color. And then you lay all the Rice Krispies in a big tray and you flatten that. And then you add the melted milk chocolate on top. The little set, and then that, the chocolate in the top should be that sounds hard, amazing, and then the rice crispy should be just sort of gooey, slightly crispy at times. So that sounds amazing, doesn't it? It's it's, it's quite good. <laughs> I have to say, it's probably oh, my signature. Yeah, cake. well, when there's parties or have friends and things like that, it's always Nando's Mars bar cake. Mm. There's requests for it. Requests? Yeah, there are requests yeah. for it. Yes. So I don't do it very often. And nice. And I got one. Dig in a hole. You might oh. recognize. These um, ones are made by me, so um. Oh, scone Yep. Zippy. Some of them have currents. Oh, text. Uh, but I'm by Joe Cooper, this one. I've never read any text, really. That's a classic of. Oh, I know. I, I know about it. Yeah. Are you a big text fan? No, not really. I, no. I remember text in a Spain published. It was kind of a smallest format in black and white. Right. And it was the Italian, all the yeah, Italian artists and Italian. Because uh, I think it was black and white in Italy. Because I think that's pretty much the format we got in Spain. Yeah. And then later they, they start to do colored versions of it. Of old stories of the new oh, stuff. Oh, new. I think. Is it, I mean, is it still running? I don't even I know. I believe so, yeah. 
Yeah, I believe so. And this one I found the digital and um, the Joe Cougar, and that's one that you can get here in the UK. <laughs> like the um, the was posed by Dark Horse, I think. Yeah, that's Italy, they must only be able to get. I mean, the the reader numbers can't be massive. There must be like. I mean, I remember the books. The, the paper's not great. The, the must have to. Cut costs on material because the readership can't be massive. And it's monthly, isn't it? I believe. Yeah. Howdy, partner. <laughs> Winster. Howdy, partner. Nice touch. Oh, I see. This is a lovely story. Hey, gringos. You know, the, the American Marshalls, they're, they're donuts. <laughs> <laughs> is I've tried one already. I don't know. Frijoles. Frijoles saltarines. These are like certain people's bobs. I've got my batch over there on top of the fridge. Well, one of you boys that's loaded, get get us going. Because I don't have anything to offer. Come on, Mike. Okay. Start us off. Shoot. Drop. Shoot. Oh. See, I, I should have brought that Indiana Jones whip I had for, uh, for Halloween. Yeah. <laughs> Terrible story about that, though, before I get started. I had everything for the costume. I had the fedora, I had the brown leather coat. I even, even got my dad's, uh, he got a man bag from the airport once. Mm. I even had that and it's snakes and everything. The only thing I didn't have was a whip. So I went into a paper shop in Perth because uh, they sold costumes. I went in, looked all over, couldn't see anything. I just casually walked up to the counter, and lots of people there, but they're all talking, no one's paying any attention. And I said, do you have any whips in here? <laughs> Everyone goes silent, turns around, laughs at me, and I was like, no, no, I'm dressed up as Indiana Jones. I was like, yeah, here you are. There's a pervert looking for a whip here. <coughs> yeah. And no matter what I said, nothing could convince no, me. No, that was it. No. Um, I, I got a wee while ago. I got some of uh, some of these. I don't have the full set, but there's only actually nine volumes in this. Um, it's called Etc. And it's a it's a, a manga set in the Wild West. And the main the main character is a sweet girl. She's uh, sort of half Chinese, half Western, and uh, she's. It's got a lot of cliche characters. It's got a, a priest who befriends her but has a mysterious past. And a, a lady cow, well, cowgirl who's uh, more than friends with the priest. Then there's a couple of Native Americans who are persecuted but turn out to be heroes. Um, and then uh, there's this guy here, like the uh, dashing handsome but a complete and utter twat. And lots of uh, uh, other characters who are who kind of have their own um, agendas. But in the end, what it comes down to is there's two sort of funny little guns. One of them shoots out powers from the Western horoscopes like Taurus and Aries. <laughs> and the other one, uh, the one that she has, shoots out powers from the uh, 12 animals of the Chinese zodiac. <laughs> so like she'll shoot out a rat or a tiger. Um, oddly enough, there's no hen or a rooster. It seems to be a general. It's an interesting idea. It? Yeah. It's, quite, it's quite good. I like the, the artwork's uh, pretty nice. Um, it doesn't take itself too seriously. Um, but and plus, it's only nine volumes, so if you you don't want to like spend all your time reading some uh, uh, anime that goes on for thirty volumes, this one's quite good. It's pretty readable. It's not not too much in depth. 
Right, I had some comics with me uh, instead of graphic novels. I got this free in, uh, oh, I say free, I got it with, um, um, you know those big uh, sleeve, cardboard sleeve comic review magazines? Hmm. And one of them had this, uh, the cowboy version of Ghost Rider. Um, it's a while ago since I read this. It's um, nice artwork as well. Um, but uh, it's like what you say about how you get computers to put text on and it doesn't quite look right. I wouldn't mind seeing this with handwritten text. Mm. Did uh, was it not an old thing? Uh, an older thing of Ghost Rider in the, the West yeah, as well. Yeah. This is a more newer one, though. I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. Oh, is that in it? <coughs> I, I don't actually know that much about Ghost Rider. That's the only cowboy Ghost Rider I've got. Mm. The only other Ghost Rider comic I've got has the guy with the purple flaming head with horns sticking out, and he battles at an intelligent what, what again there. Just oh, that. uh, that's the same as the other Japanese comics. You start from the back and go... Yeah, but if I was at these pages now, yeah. would I read this page first yeah. and then this? Yeah. Yeah. And you do from the right, to, right the left. to the left. I'd read it like that. Yeah, yeah. And then like that. Yeah. yeah. All right. Sometimes they actually have wee arrows <laughs> in the other pages to show you, but not always. Here's, here's one of my... Uh, one of my favourite yeah. cinematic characters. With no yeah. yeah, That's uh, the Clint Eastwood character. Oh! Famously oh, right. wearing his, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, his poncho. Oh, yeah. He doesn't quite look as hard or as intimidating in, the, uh, in this comic as he did in the films. So, um, and, and this again, this is the only one I have. Mm-hmm. But it's got some nice, uh, nice pictures. Um, I read this ages ago, so... But story-wise, it's kind of in the middle, so... I'm not too sure where it's going with this, whether it was a prequel or just a tie-in or something. <laughs> yeah, probably. Um, a lot of the uh, westerns I have here are kind of debatable. Um, in your broadest sense, you could say cow- uh, Cadillacs and dinosaurs of westerns because mm-hmm. it was set in the Wild West. Even though there's no horses, there's Cadillacs, and uh, there's no uh, people to fight, there's dinosaurs. Yeah, yeah I thought about Flash like, 2008. Yeah. They're, but they're in the dinosaur era as well. Yeah. And they're cowboys from the future. They go so, back in time. This has got a bit too far away uh, from I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> I mentioned it. Like, yeah, yeah, it still, still works. Yeah. They look like it's, cowboys. In its broad, broadest sense. Yeah. This is also set in the Wild West. Yeah. But instead of cowboys, it's steampunk. Yeah. Um, more, it's more sort of Mad Max in there. Anything else? Fist of the North Star. Yeah. That guy on there looks exactly no. like a character from a Japanese so, uh, cartoon that used to do Kung Fu. Did you ever see that? Is that, that, is that, that, is that is that. Oh, that is that. Yeah, they made a really good, like a really, really interesting arcade cabinet with that, where it was like the pads came out of you and you had to punch them <laughs> wherever they were coming out sort of thing. But see when it came to the bit when like they got riled up and you had to take on the boss, all of them would come out in quick succession. You just had to <laughs> like oh, sit yeah. punching the hell out of it. It was so so. I good. used to watch that in Italy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was really popular. Here really. as well, was it here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really popular show. It was Channel Four bought the series, mm-hmm. series one, and it was to coincide with, uh, and I'll quote uh, from the Japanese anime encyclopedia: "Beer, curry, and fights Saturday night." <laughs> <laughs> so in theory, you're meant to get pissed and have a fight and get. And then just get completely uh, black and blue, and then go to the go to your go home and watch Fist of the North Star, 
<laughs> and if you're not finished, go back outside and have a punch up. I remember it being really violent, and mm-hmm. this is. Yes, well, you'll probably notice in there that the main villain in the first series, Shin, uh, there it's a little bit more extreme because he's not wearing any clothes. Yeah. Um, I wasn't wanting to stick with cowboys too much, so uh, even though there is a dinosaur theme, Dark. I stuck with Turret, the uh, Native American who uh, hunts dinosaurs. Has <coughs> that anything to do with the game? Uh, uh, possibly, I think they yes, might have made this. Yes. I always like the, the game. I I know I'm still sort of broad at the moment, but this character I think is uh, kind of symbolises the Wild West. Even though it's not properly a Western, I think Wolverine is uh, uh, easily fittable into a cowboy cowboy realm. Um, I brought this along because my favourite cowboy is in this. Desperate Dan. And when you look at the original, it's full of uh, full of pictures uh, from cowboy times. Yeah. Um, God, I never even thought of that. Yeah. Yeah. has stories of the Wild West. It's got comic stories of the Wild West um, mm. because at the time there was a really huge fascination about cowboys, uh, and in particular in uh, 1930s Scotland. Um, but the main uh, the main dude. Desperate Dan himself. Yep. But Desperate Dan, when he started, was nothing but a big thug. Uh-huh. And you see here, I mean, this is a hilarious story, but it's like, Desperate Dan's looking for a horse that'll support his weight. The horse doesn't, so he goes up to the guy that sold him it and tries to punch him in the face. Mm-hmm. Instead, the guy ducks, and Dan uh, punches the, the, the tree, which falls on top of the guy. Kind of makes more sense to his namesake, that strip, Desperate Dan. Mm-hmm. Like he's desperate to do something... Whereas when it got a wee bit later on, it didn't really make much sense that his name was Desperate Dan. It wasn't really desperate for anything. <laughs> last ever issue, so... <coughs> yeah, the last ever printed issue. That's, that's the last printed one, and they were going so, right. to do it online, but as far as I know, it's not really been kept up online. I think it lasted about six months. Did it? And then nah. just shut it down, yeah. What, the Dan bit? Yeah. Oh. Because uh, I was wondering if they kind of finished any characters off. In this, not finish them off. Kill them off. No, but you know, desperate Dan's not desperate anymore. <laughs> banana Man's just lost all his powers. Yeah, Banana Man's had too many bananas. Banana Man, <laughs> Banana Man becomes yeah. like Captain America, depressed and alcoholic. Yeah, he's just um, sitting eating himself. Like, oh. Well, the last comic I've got on this list, um, two two characters, Judge Dredd, because obviously. Judge Dredd is a bit of a cowboy himself. A lot of the stories are set in the Accursed Earth. Well, he's a Marshal. There is actually a separate story with uh, a guy called the Marshal um, who wears a sort of cloak, a sort of purple cloak. And uh, he's following a criminal, but he has to go into Mega City 1 and he crosses swords with uh, Judge Dredd. And he's captured and he just completely kills whoever gets in his way until... Judge Dredd has to, uh, has to deal with him. Also, there's a <laughs> nice wee character here, a killer horse, who I think is called Henry Ford. Uh, I need to I need to double check that. Judge Dredd does have a lot of a lot of sort of Western theme ah. themes going through it. The horse and be all being judge, jury, and execution, and that was sort of the yeah. thing for Wild West. Yeah. Like if the the marshal or anything was in town, he was judge, jury, and executioner mm. kind yeah. of thing. And, 
Mm-hmm. You'd get that lone guy coming through and taking all the bad guys down and whatnot. That kind of squad talking horse. really is called Henry Ford. <laughs> but um, the last character I'll point out is half of this magazine was Judge oh, Red, the other half was Preacher. Uh, you got the you got the cowboy there. Uh, I don't. I've never really read Preacher. So as far as I know, this cowboy. He's seven of killers. Ah, because he's meant to be. I think he's kind of based on Clint Eastwood. But someone told me he was like ah, Jesus. I don't think he's best. No, he's meant to be a modern day Jesus. Is that? Uh, <coughs> not really. I want I want to made that parallel. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Not with the way that he, <laughs> given the way he, he behaves. Yeah, I know he kills most of the most people who cross him. Preacher's a good one though. That was on that's on my my list. Is like, yeah, I never thought of it. Yeah. But it's got that kind of because it's deep south and it's Texas. It's them as well, kind of the the, the group of um, they would be seen as like the outlaws up against the law and what yeah. the law being heaven and earth and hell below them and whatnot. You know, it's. Mm. It's it's very much it draws upon the Western theme overall. Is it? Do you know what? It's I think Westerns like what if one of the if not one of the oldest, one of the most original, one of the most um, yeah, one of the most original sort of themes that you can get in anything. It's always sort of good versus evil, and um, there's always a, a community aspect to it as well. So you get you get very acquainted with characters and everything within Western. Like, it's always very character-driven. There's never... It's never a kind of broader thing. There's always, with Western, it's always the one outlaw or hero or, or you know, anything. It's always based upon them and maybe their band of... a uh, uh, group of... Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Comrades. That they kind of... Uh, collect over time or whatever, or if, if, even if they're going on their own, they're up against a collective of, of, of people, and it's it's very much, I always think of, I always think of Westerns as being like one of the kind of oldest, oldest genres, I would mm. say, um, definitely. Um, yeah, it's quite, quite a prevalent, quite a prevalent genre overall, I would say. It's, okay, it's died by the wayside. Um, a lot more these days, not just in comic form, but in films and everything as well. But it's it's still present. It's still people still draw upon it as a genre to write their stories. Overall, it's still yeah. it's still quite a yeah. I think with the western, as you were saying, I agree with you on certain points. To me, in particular, I find the western as a theme, whether it's in comics and and in books or, or in films, it's always this sort of situation where there's no a set up a society as a per rules mm-hmm. and laws and is always the kind of more a wild as the wild west says uh, environment the good the, you find good people bad people and there's always these kind of good people that um, it's kind of in the gray area yeah. that they're gonna defend the good they have a set of moral things you know mm-hmm. a code of honor and they stick to it, and not necessarily everyone agrees with that, and that will be maybe the, the hero, but it's a little bit of an anti-hero in certain ways, in majority of cases with the Western. Mm-hmm. You see that in films, you see that in the, mm-hmm. even in, in one of the best Western comics, like Lieutenant Blueberry, for example, there's always that little area where they think, well, you know, 
actually he's not a saint yeah, yeah. but he has a code of honor and, and he sticks to it and he always helps the people in, a, in need and and yeah it is it's a theme always the, the, the evil and the goodness and mm-hmm. and because there's no society there's no set of rules there's no you don't see always the law and order constantly yeah. you kind of feel well this is a great yeah, this is interesting to work with and, mm-hmm. and it has influenced many other uh, themes afterwards because mm-hmm. if you go and you study and, and you look into pulp magazines and novels and uh, any other stories that happened for example in the United States regarding Western then after that we took over was gangsters yeah mm-hmm. and then after that then you're looking into perhaps spies or war yeah or so they were but, but, but Western gangsters novels they always going back to Western yeah. times, the themes, the the idea of the the things that that transform those stories from westerns into like gangsters and and like you said when you start getting into like spies and stuff like that. It's always it seems to always be like a higher a higher order like a government or something is the thing that divides it. Like you said, that there's no kind of general overruling or whatever. It's you know there's. The, the small jailhouse within the town or whatever yeah. and that's that's the way that's that's the law and order there and that's it whereas when you get into like the monsters and the spies and stuff like it's always like governing bodies that are going against them so yeah so yeah yeah it's really uh, yeah as you said as a theme it's kind of it's a very old one and you don't see nowadays western films very many of them no or, or novels or but in comics, I mean, recently, probably we could talk about uh, East of West, yeah, by Image, mm-hmm. and that's pretty much a science fiction, but it's, it's pretty much a Western. Mm-hmm. Uh, and certainly, Judge Street has a lot of it coming from that idea. Um, the law and order, the marshals has everything in there, you know, they are the law. And all these themes, all these bits and pieces are coming from Wednesday stories. Um, so yeah, there is there is a lot of things and influence, although you don't see very much nowadays. Yeah, that's east and west. Yeah, east and west. Mm. Yes. So we've got through. If anybody would like to. Um, yeah, there's also scalped as well as another. Uh, yes. Yep. Another um, newer one. Oh, the scalped. Um, yeah, I've only, I've only just kind of got into it. Um, but you're talking about a modern reservation. Yeah. And we follow mm-hmm. the American Indians. Yes. That's, a, that's that is um, in modern days. And yeah. Kind of, it's um, yeah. That's a that's a that's a weird one. Uh, scalped because then that that has the governing body on the top of it as well, and like. That starts getting into gangster territory, yeah. but it does kind of it does hone in on its roots of you do know that it is like a wild west story in the same in the same aspect, even though it's set in today's um, political climate and everything as well. Yeah. It's, it is still you can you can tell just by even looking at it the way it's drawn and everything. It, it looks very much like a western themed comic. Uh, yeah, Scalped is a good one actually. Scott, yeah, it's a good one. Yeah. Scott is a good one to to talk about that. Mm-hmm. Indeed, um, I had um, Sixth Gun down here as well. 
Um, I haven't read that one. I, and I think it was Oni Press, if I remember rightly. It's um, Isabel, yeah. It's um, that's mainly that's like demonic stuff going on within this Wild West setting. So it is, it is very much based in old days West, um, but there's six guns that have been distributed out to these demons and one demon was locked away for so long but now his cronies have risen up and got him up from the dead and he's gone looking for his gun but his gun's tied to a civilian and there's another dead demonic kind of person who's on the good side who's with this girl trying to hide her and you know it's a lot of like it's it's very much in the in the case of like preacher it's like a road it's like a a road trip. A road trip, yeah. It's like a road trip story, um, but still with this kind of... They've got these outlaws chasing them across the the West as they're trying to escape, you know. So it's mm. still it's still rooted in that as well. But that's... Yeah, you know, yeah, I've I've about halfway through that. Um, and it's great. Um, that, one's actually, that one's actually really interesting because it doesn't have too much... It doesn't. It doesn't weigh you down with too much dialogue or too much explanation either. So you've not got tons of backstory. Like I'm saying all that just now, but that was all kind of explained, just kind of bit by bit as it was going on. And you know, you're just discovering it nice and slowly. It doesn't kind of waylay you with all this story right at the right at the off. Right. You know, it's a couple of issues and it just kind of unveils it as it goes along. But you don't feel like you're slogging through it to try and get this next bit of the story. Um, it's a nice bit of art as well. That's East of West. Oh, yeah. <coughs> I can get six going up there as well, actually. Um, Lucky Look. You brought Lucky Look. Yeah, you? I brought Lucky Look over one of them. <coughs> I, did, I couldn't find any. Um, for the, to, to the Tortillas for the Daltons. There's a thing yes. going on, the Dalton Brothers, yeah. Lucky Look by Maurice and Cossini. One of the classics of European comics. Um, it's really small. And this is... Well, it's... Uh, Essentially, he's a sheriff, he's a marshal, and he is a... Uh, hey, Luke. Yeah, Luke like Luke. yeah, yeah, yeah. And the man who shoots faster than his own shadow. <laughs> yeah. That's, 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 that's what he does. <laughs> I love that idea. It's, it's a, it's a, they are really idea. great adventures. Um, there's a lot of uh, different characters. They're always having a laugh about... I love this European size. You know, all the different typical I thought I'd stumble characters you'll find. Oh, you the dog, yeah. He's not particularly intelligent. <laughs> but <laughs> but Why Scooby Doo? No, that no, dog. The dog. That dog yeah. in there. Right, yeah. But it's Scooby Doo intelligent. It's Scooby Doo's not intelligent either. Yeah, not really. Really. I, I, I think in, in Scooby Doo's actually more intelligent than that one. Right. <laughs> Yeah, I've never I've never read a Lucky Luke. Oh, Lucky Luke. Oh, yeah. Lucky Luke's a good one. There was even a cartoon TV series years ago. In Spain, we had it. I don't know here, I suppose. I think they did have it here. My... It was my dad that turned me on a Lucky and it, Luke. And he was very close to the to the comics. Yeah, I remember. My, my dad turned me on a Lucky Luke. He was, he was a big fan. He, um, Morris. 
yeah, there was like a game would come out for like PlayStation or something like that, and he straight away, oh lucky look, I love lucky look, lucky look. He's always yeah. so chill this out and kind of he knows somehow he always gives you that sort of thing. Yes, that's not a problem. Everything, yeah. everything has to It's gonna do it. Yeah, it doesn't matter how deep the problem is. It's no. just it solves it. <laughs> yeah, the Dalton brothers uh, just that was sick gun. Oh yeah, that's the second issue. It's just been. Really uh, it does. Really it does end. look a lot of fun. It's it's. There's many stories of Lucky Luke, so this is. Grab one if you can, because it's, it's a really good series in general. Do you know it kind of reminds me of um, that I the style anyway, like the, yeah, but also. Well, yeah, oh, it is Jeff, yeah. Isn't it? Like, um, yeah. What's that? It's him, isn't it? Oh, there you go then. <laughs> oh, no. Is Gossini the writer? Gossini is the writer who also is the artist. And this one is Morris. Mm -hmm. Morris, so he so does. Um, is no good. Similar, right? Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Is no good. It's the that same artist of Is No Good. Nah, there we go. That, that explains it. I want to be the Caliph. I, I, remember, I remember, yeah. <laughs> That's uh, that's why that's why. Yeah. Yes. I was sitting thinking like it's very very similar. Um, I also have written down uh, Jonah Hex All Star Western. Oh, Jonah yeah. Hex, yeah, classic of DC Comics. Mm -hmm. Actually, is All Star Western a rebranded of Jonah Hex? Six and a half a dozen, it's kind of just the same thing. It started off as All Star Western. I believe so. Because yeah. that is actually some Western comics I've got, but I never read them because I bought them when the New 52 came out and I bought like the oh, first right. three, but I never read them. Do you know what? That actually, when the New 52 came out, the All Star Western uh, was actually one of the best ones that came out. Oh, right. the ones with Morita, is the, the artist Morita. Uh, I don't know, it was. was um, New 52, I think so, yeah. Um, it was um, it was a style which I was a bit mm, about. I seem to remember. Yeah, New Fifty Two All Star Western. Uh, Grey Pomia and Morita. Um, Morita, oh, there, there you go, there you go. Yeah, yeah. That's the zero issue though. Yeah, that yeah, came yeah. out like. Wait a minute. There you go. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, Morita. Yeah. yeah. Justin Gray, Jimmy Pagliotti. Did I have Jimmy And uh, Morita. I can never get people's names. This is terrible. Um, but yeah, all Star Western really So it's alright, that, right? Yeah, yeah. That's another one that plays on like demonic forces and whatnot as well sometimes. Well, that one, yeah. Occasionally. Well, I suppose they have to kind of. You know, Spice it up a wee bit. Yeah, because how many stories can you really write up within that genre? You have to kind of just try. I brought all my ah, two and a half. There, ah, there we go. That's the one. That's we, that's the quite a well. Weird Western tales. Is it a seventies? This one. Mm -hmm. I attention. The smell is coming. Mm. Oh, seventy-three. Yeah. I was pleased to see there was a lot of smell mentioned in that series six of comic book men. In several episodes, there was a s sniffing comments going on. Is that still the current title? All Star West of Jonah Hex? No. Or one of the many that they pulled? I don't, I don't think it's actually still going. 
I think they finished it properly though. This was a powerful sequence. Yeah. I know. You just kind of wrote off the list. Justice is served. What's that? No, you'll see. Oh, nothing can prepare you. Here we go. Oh, no. Yeah. He's great, is he? Yeah. Have a look at that. What were you, what were we you looking oh. for? The artist? Yeah. <laughs> Who is it? It's that comic as well. I remember when he died, I scanned a page of this and put it online. Just, you know, Yeah, this is... This is a classic. That is good. That was, that was in the... You know they did a trade paperback collection when the movie came out? The what? That story was in yeah. there. Yeah. Are you getting that for the... Angus Yeah, I did, yeah. I got that in... Jonah Hex plus El Diablo. <laughs> El Diablo. Hijo de puta. Is that, that little bit scary? <laughs> Jonah Hex. It's disgusting, isn't it? Yes. Look, El Diablo is just like a Zorro ripoff, but it's red. Yeah, yeah essentially. Yeah. God, I loved that black and white Zorro when I was a kid. I was like that. The TV color. series, yeah. Well, then, <laughs> yeah, do you remember it? Yeah. yeah. God, you know, he kicked his, the, the letter on everything. He put it on the tree. He put it on people's yeah. Yeah. shirts. I was going to say, I always liked that. Yeah, it's a nice quality. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah. Mm. I didn't know he was that. It's quite a quite an introduction to him as well, because um, he was the main character. Batman's only at the beginning of the first episode, and then the very end of the second episode. So everything is centered on Jonah X. I can't remember how they got Batman to be in his time. Uh, Batman wasn't. He was. It was something to do with Ra's al Ghul. Right. And his son was the enemy of Jonah X. Oh, okay. But at the end of it. Batman sees uh, Resh's son, who's who's not immortal but very uh, sort of slow aging. Mm. He's like he's, he's an elderly uh, man at this point. Oh, okay. And Resh says, "Do you seriously think that an immortal like me has only reproduced once?" The meaning Tala. So it mm. turns out Resh has been quite active in the uh, Wild West as well. <laughs> has um, has anybody seen that film that they did with? No. Was his name Josh Brolin? Yeah. No, I've never seen it. Is that the Megan Fox one? Yeah. No. Pretty good. Uh, no, I've never seen it. Mm. I just wondered if anybody else had actually gone around and seen it. No, it, I haven't. It didn't come out. He doesn't. Jonah Hesse was yeah. a... It was one of those classic Western comedies. <coughs> and they did quite a lot in the 70s. Mm. Mm -hmm. and, and then in the 80s. But towards the end of the 80s, they didn't go into kind of science fiction as well. Yeah, he went into the future. Jonah Hex went into the future. And then it was just called Hex. Yeah. Uh, which I remember quite enjoying at the time. Mm. I mean, it's generally regarded as being crap. But yeah, they it, it entertained me at the time. You know, if you're a kid, you loved it. Science fiction, you know. But yeah. Brilliant. I remember there always being quite a lot of Jonah Hexes about in stands, and now I always thought, mm, yeah. why is that? I mean, it doesn't sell well, you know uh, what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And I, never, I was never that inclined to pick any up, really. Mm. It's definitely, it's definitely I like the film. That's a nice issue, that one. It's definitely a favourite one. Mm. You, you, you've got that look of the hands don't want to 
Let, let it go. go. Yeah, I've felt that before. It's you too go, nice. I'm not. I'm not I've, just, I've just flicked through it twice. I didn't need to. I just did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> do a third time. Just you know, third time I like it. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> I just that, I like that. It's that sequence where uh, the house is burnt down and, uh, and then the, he, he gets the villain that did it, and you just see him hanging in the last panel. It's like Jonah Hex got them. He doesn't mess up. Oh yeah, yeah. It's like there you go. That's what happens. Very good. I like that. I like that uh, page before the dynamite went off. Mm-hmm. Where he shoots the guy. Wrong choice. I'd be surprised if DC <laughs> published anything like that nowadays. With anyone hanging. I mean, vertical, right? <laughs> vertical. DC's adult wing probably. Would yeah, they'd be all over beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, what would have that. in Marvel would have done yeah. One by Disney. Mm. You have more chance to actually see it by DC than actually by Marvel. Does Marvel have an equivalent of Jonah Hex? Two Gun Kid. Marvel had few character comics. Like Two Gun Kid was one of them. Um, Pistol God. Kid. He's like a, he's like a so, magician, yeah. isn't he? There's another one as well. Kid be. Yep. There's another one as well. Is there another? Well, the Ghost Rider was. And the Ghost Rider was. Yeah. As well. He did yeah. have a horse before a bike. Yep. And he's all in white. I remember in the 80s there was the West Coast Avengers and they time traveling back oh, in time yeah. and they made uh, Two Gun Kid, the, the Classical Rider and a few others. I remember yes. a Cowboy in the Avengers. Yeah. In that mm. Korvac saga. The, the Jim Shooter. The, and, and there's a one opening page and there's like 20 Avengers and one of them's yes, a cowboy. Yes, because he... I can't think who it is. He, he travelled back in time because there was a... Yeah. Hawkeye spent time in the West so many years in the classic and then he came back as well in the future. So yeah, there was all this time travelling. <laughs> what was Lone Ranger on? Was he a Marvel? Lone Ranger? Yeah. Did they, did they do the stories about him on Marvel? I guess he... Yeah, there was. No... The most recent Long Ranger that I know, I believe, was Dynamite. Oh, was it? They did comics not long ago. Oh, oh, but no. classic ones, I, I don't know. This is Two Gun Kid, Jack Kirby. Come on. Come oh, on. Amazing. Rawhide Kid. Rawhide Kid. As well. Yes. Rawhide Kid, that's it. I was sitting going, oh, this is the stuff. There's some, there's some Scottish language in here. Ned. Ned. <laughs> Oh God, man! Well, come have a look at this, man. <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. Early 60s. That, that was like a reprint. Marvel Milestones. Two Kid. Two Kid and Grohike. I remember a more recent Lone Ranger thing. Did you just say that, yeah? Yeah, none like in the last, I don't know, 10 gold, years or something. Gold Key did the original ones. Gold Key. Oh. Gold Key, he had, he, he was at the time. And Dell. Dale. Yes, Dale. Dale, yeah. mm-hmm. Dale and, and Goki have a lot of licensed mm-hmm. comics yeah. from TV series and films. That's the old Goki Star Trek. Star Trek, the Goki, yeah. yeah. They're the best Star Trek. Mm-hmm. I love these yeah. questions. That were coming out while the TV series. Yeah, I got the collected. I got four, three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I got the first two issues in a, of the Star Trek Goki. Yeah. No separating, it's a reprint. Right. Nice though. Yeah, very yeah, nice. very nice. Sweet. Mm. Were you ever tempted to send away for a release? No. Uh, no. 
Any of the stuff that they have advertised, I, I was never, I don't think I ever managed to. I think it was some of the British ones. Yeah. Yeah. Some of the British. <laughs> You'd have to wait four weeks for delivery. Yeah, they'd have things like Star Wars posters, you know. Mm-hmm. And so you'd send off and they'd send back a letter saying, sorry, they're all sold in. Uh, that kind of thing. When you used to do that, like collect so many tokens and you stick mm-hmm. them to the thing uh-huh. and then send them off and then you'd never hear anything. <laughs> oh, I know, it's tragic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You used to do that with the cereal. Yeah. Loads of things on cereal, mm-hmm. cut the things out from the back, stick them to the, the original oh. top that you got and then send nice. them off. Yeah. And it would be like four weeks later and they would send it back like due to the influx of uh, demands we, we don't have any of these but here's a letter from fucking Tony the Tiger or something like that <laughs> <laughs> it's going to taste great yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we only produced a thousand I didn't realise yeah. we'd get such a high demand 60,000 children <laughs> wanting it this can be western comics you know it's just yeah, another another kind of comic that he was good at doing you know mm-hmm. Yeah, I like the look of it. Yeah. Nice sweet chibi. Talking about KB. Mm. I have my Mr. Miracle graphic oh. novel. I forgot to bring it up, but. Did you get it? Yes. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. I bet it's lovely. It's great stuff. <laughs> and I'm, it, I'm reading a lot of videos for this. Some episodes, there's one issue that I've just read. And it's so good. Mm. And it's uh, about this character that appears, which essentially is based in Stanley. Yeah, I know. The, I know. He's is. just a charlatan, essentially, yeah, yeah. in the comic. Yeah. And funky, I thought, oh yeah, funky, isn't it? Yeah, something funky, Flashman. Funky Flashman, that's the one. Yes. Yeah, I remember. And he's like, "Come on, let's go!" And the wig's falling off and everything. I'm gonna look him and, up and, on the DC Encyclopedia. Funky Flashman, which is. Essentially, Roy Thomas. That's right. He's like, oh, and he's so yeah. But when funky. yeah, by waiting in danger, he throws Roy Thomas out the window. Yeah, yeah. He's like, <laughs> and he ran away. Brilliant. Absolutely. Brilliant. And I thought, oh goodness, yes. <laughs> oh, but that's a lovely looking book. It's, it's on nice paper, not not too shiny paper. It's not too shiny, no. It's it's, it's relatively thin, not too expensive. Was that like twenty? <laughs> Eighteen pounds. Eighteen pounds. What is the strange secret? Oh, medical 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 Mr. is a good one to get into that because it's, it's linked, of, it's part yeah. of the new gods. Oh, yeah. nice bit of that. Oh, yeah. Oh, is, Mr. Yeah. is Mr. Miracle in that new gods omnibus? Uh-huh. Yeah. So that, no, no, that thing you bought? It's, it's part of the same sort of universe. Saga universe. But it's not in that omnibus. No. Interesting. Yeah, I don't know why they put it separately. Mm. But yeah. Well, see what else I've got. What else do you have there, eh? Okay, I brought, I brought this one that I bought about 10 years ago. Gus and his gang, Chris Blaine. First set oh, wow. in publishing. This, is, this was a really good read. Good publisher. It's got a kind of nice indie feel. Mm. You know, it's... Because it's, it's got the nice art, cartoony. 
But I'm just having a read through it, and it, just the first page, it's even, you know, oh, I got a letter from Natalie, you know. I knew her five years ago in Cincinnati. I was part of the Wild West show. I chose her out of the audience. His pal goes, did you bone her? <laughs> <laughs> no. So that's the first page. So you, it's, it's kind of earthy, you know. Yes. It's, it's guys. It's, it's guys. And it's got a lot of humour. And just look at the art. It looks so loose and nice colours. and everything. Yeah, it's a really nice little book. Mm. That Gus and his gang. I'm sure I got this in fault or something. A lot of it for second publishing. Yeah, they they choose really nice stuff. Yeah. So I would recommend that. That that I enjoyed that a lot. Is it not for second that do the um, science comics? Remember the ones that Mike brought out. Science okay. comics. Mm. Was there was there not for second that published them? Oh yeah, I've got the dinosaur one. Science, yeah, science. Yeah, different sort of. <laughs> <coughs> Flying machines, dinosaurs, mm. plagues, yeah. They've just had a new one come out as dogs. So that's ah, how I remember. Dogs. Uh, yeah. For a second, they're good. I like that Wii format. Uh-huh. There is something there in that sort of format. Is it just a one-off book then? I don't know if there's more or not. Honestly, it's, I'm quite ignorant about it. Apart does from it seem like a, a first that sort of one? I think it could have went on. Yeah? Yeah. It's not like one story. No. It's a series of different things. Yeah. So. Oh, it's not one... But it's the same characters. Yeah, but it's Different not... wee stories right, about right. them, yeah. So it's, it's not it's... like an epic. No, it's not like start, middle, end, you know. Does anyone remember the cartoon series called Brave Star? Brave Star? No. Yes. In the future. Mm. Was yeah. that Western in the future, wasn't it? It was out of space, it was a... It's a kind of blue and white. Uh, it was like a fun filmation, I think, did the animation. The guys who did He-Man, Masters of the Universe. Yes, and they did Rod Toys as well. Yeah. Like, no, they, I, I, you know, I kind of think, vaguely like think there was a comic series based on that. Mm-hmm. But it was either Marvel mm-hmm. or DC. Probably probably Marvel would have I done think it was it. Marvel who did that, actually. Who mm. did that licensed comic, yeah. And again, he was uh, the first Native American hero in a proper science fiction western cartoon series. But he, he wasn't dressed like a like Turek or anything like that. He wore like the cowboy outfit. Yeah, he the was cowboy cowboy, yeah. yeah. And he had like a, a cyborg robot horse. Yes. And his main oh, villain yeah. was like a, a long white haired sort of zombie cowboy. I don't remember the body, but I remember the robot horse. He had horse. purple skin, sort of like yeah. orangey eyes. Yeah. There was even one episode where they, they were both captured by these aliens and they were in a cage. And they both actually had to set aside their differences and work together. <laughs> but all, all the other episodes were trying to kill each other. Of course. Um, and there was comic relief. There was like a little little sort of fuzzy prairie dog thing with buck teeth. And he always calls him, uh, he says, gee, fuzz. That was his uh, sidekick. Mm-hmm. Like with ginger hair. A bit like Snarf from the Thunder, Thundercats. Okay. Now, now I, I might be getting in depth now. Yeah, you're getting in depth now. I can't remember that. I remember Brave Star, I remember that year, but that's all I remember probably. That's a good one, I like that. Yeah, Gus Chris Blaine. Yeah, that's yeah. Really, really good. Really nice. Gus and his gun. You got anything else in that bag of goodies? I do, yeah. Oh, they don't have anything else in that bag. He's always got just one hiding. Do you remember that last one? It was one by one. one. He just created a suspense and a demand. 
Yeah, I just like to put them out one at a time. Oh, you savour it, you know, savour the, enjoy it. Savour the flavour. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll call it time rather than a buffet. Yeah. So this one was a, a a little indie thing from about 15 years ago that I just bought for no reason, really, other than just liking the look of it. The Cisco Kid. I think it's an old character, but we've done him. Do you remember if you enjoyed it? Yes. I mean, I like the look of it. Mm. I think it was standard kind of Western stuff. From what I remember, there was no... It was just a straightforward Western thing with these kind of characters and, you know, a bit rough and ready. So Moonstone Publishing, I don't know if that's... So there it was, number one. And it's just got nice kind of black and white art. Uh, no idea who these people are. Story, Jim Duffy, illustrations, Jerry DeCare. Jim Duffy. 2004, okay. No. So, yeah, it's just kind of standard Western stuff, but you know, quite liked it. I mean, I think it. A brawl in the saloon. Chopped off the finger. So it's kind of hard, tough. Somebody's thinking, I'll do a straightforward, hard Western. Yeah, you know. it's kind of Klaus Jansen mm -hmm. yes, style of pencil, isn't it? Yeah, that I mean, sloppy ink and that sort of a style. Yeah, so you know, it was it was worth it was worth reading, and I'm, I'm glad I bought it. I, I think I think now in the official history of comics, this probably doesn't register anywhere at all, as far as I. It'll know. be in the grand comics database. It'll be in a twenty pence uh, bin somewhere if you're lucky. Oh, cool. So you enjoy this? Yeah, that looks nice. That's, you know, worth a look, guys. I like the cover. With the poncho. Nice. Yeah. Like the They'll be extremely happy. Everyone that took part in that copy in that comic, as you know, will be extremely happy that Somebody that read you read it, it and you, that you like it. Yeah. Although I must say, I didn't buy number two. I thought I, I thought I've got the flavour of it. That'll do. Sorry, guys, if you were feeling cheated right. after fifteen years there <laughs> to just dash your hopes again. Oh, so I was right to just kick the stool out from under me, right? There we go. <laughs> Move. Yeah, just a little oddity, you know. Yeah. Yes, yeah, it's, it's nice it's when nice. you get a glass of it, yeah. You've got more there. I know you have I've at got, least another one. I've at got least. One more. I've got one more. <laughs> at least. At least. Yeah, there's always, you know. There is more. One, one in the chamber there. So we're going, <laughs> we're going back to the Eagle. last bullet. Eagle in the 80s. Eagle in the 80s. <coughs> With the photo strips. And they did a photo comic western. Saddle yeah. Tramp. His <laughs> 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 uh, job was dirty. So was the money he earned. The blazing new photo story starts inside. Saddle Tramp. Tempest. Thunderbolt and Smokey. Dandir and Joe Soap. Oh, Starring yeah. in powerful adventures. Wow. Oh, wow. This is this is June nineteen eighty two. Classic. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> hell, it's in good nick, isn't it? Well, it's in okay nick. I've always been quite careful. <laughs> so but you know, I wrote my name on it, so if I lost it, somebody should get it back to me. Yeah. yeah. David R. And you know, they didn't, they didn't used to put the number on, so I sat with them all and wrote the numbers on, because that annoyed me. So th this is number 14 of Eagle. Oh, the start. Oh, they, they, they put one, I remember they did one, two, maybe three. And then I wow, think so that's early on in its run. 
Also, God, I remember when he came out, man, the excitement of a new comic coming out. It was like, fuck, oh, it's no. going to be good. Lots of boys' stories and so stuff. I'll jump, I'll jump to the, the Saddle Tramp story. <laughs> Thunderbolt smoke. I loved all these. I never remember it having so many photograph stories. Here we go, Saddle Tramp. They did away with the photo comics after a while because it was too expensive. You know, you well, yeah. models and do all that kind of thing. So here we are. <clears throat> Great. And this guy, this guy here is the cowboy. Look at him. He is like a, a cowboy. He is a cowboy. I remember reading He's this. He's a cowboy at playing a cowboy. My dad laughed at this Saddle <laughs> Trump. And I remember saying, what are you laughing at? He says, he doesn't look like a cowboy. He just was la actually laughing at the <laughs> Not in a good way. No. I never quite understood why you didn't look like a cowboy. Is this what I gave you 12 pence for? <laughs> Was that 20p? 20 pence. It's quite expensive. So there's four pages of Western fo uh, photo action to have a look through. The, the, and the guy's even called um, Santana. There's a character in it that's called Santana. You've also got Kenny Everett on the they back. Do, they do the struggle with the yep. names of the org. What was on the radio, right? So, loads <laughs> of good stuff in there. Cisco Santana, Kids. there But nice. So, you know, that's, uh, that's what I brought. But the eagle was great in the 80s. Did you read you some, some of, of it? Some of it, yeah, yeah. But I think maybe I came to... Uh, I don't think I had enough... Uh, pocket money allowance oh, to allow to uh, spread out into Eagle as well and, and other things. You had to be, you had to pick and choose, didn't you? Yeah. This week I'll have one of them. This yeah. week I'll have one of them. Because some, some, my mum oh, did pay for some me. regulars. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny you're saying about ever sending away for things. Oh, I yeah. didn't, but I used to like filling out the wee box, you know? Yeah, just to get the yeah. I, I couldn't have gone that far without getting that. Nice. I didn't realise. Yeah, I must have Maybe the started reading it quite late because well, I, think it I don't remember or something, the photo stories. Right, yeah, because I don't remember it. many photo stories. Oh, I used to love the photo stories. They were great. Did they do ones like where it was like a boy and his teacher, like he'd be playing football and he accidentally put the ball through the window or something like that. That's such a story. Exactly the sort of thing that would have happened. Yeah, see, I'm, I'm sure I've read shit They had that. a football story, Thunderbolt and Smokey, it was about them, it was a football team. It must be, it must be the same thing. Yeah. I've read that. They used to have one, the Invisible Boy, and he would, he, he had like a watch battery, you know, at the back of a watch, and then he would hold it, and when he went like that, the whole picture turned negative. <laughs> and then after that, he was invisible. He wasn't in the... There was just nobody in the photo. There was nobody in the photo. It was just great. It was so Keep well done. Used it. Yeah, you made a model for it. There's a lot of... It was made well on no one day. There's a lot of pictures of scenery. I don't know if he's in that one. And now, invisible boy stands in a field. Yeah. Lots of cows. I remember having fading back, you know, with the... The exposure, yeah. so that, like, and he'd be halfway there. <laughs> Tell us about your dad, and you could win yourself five pounds plus a Brook Thirty Three travel bag and Fabergé products for your dad. <laughs> <laughs> hey, dad, I got you a Brook Thirty Three. They used to have a thing called glamorous teacher, and it was send us photos of your glamorous teacher. 
And it was looking, looking back on it, I thought, you know, that wouldn't happen now. No. <laughs> that would I that would not happen now. Read the Nicky Pal of so the dads could be like Reside Middle School certainly has a glamorous team with Mrs. Hill. Oh the staff making it. She wins a box of a bouquet of flowers. If you have an attractive teacher, yeah, then tell us about her. We want to know. Unapologetic. Oh yeah, her, no him. Yeah. Send a photo. You could win, like Nikki, five pound for yourself as well as prizes for her. Where are these teachers? Curly. I never got any glamorous teachers. <laughs> Curly got belted a few times, but <laughs> <laughs> stuff yeah. like this always threw me because I was like, is it a strip? Yeah. Or is it an ad? Well, they still, nah, do, they still do that now, don't they? Mm-hmm. The DC Comics never have been having. I read an article about quite recent ones, and it was. It's like a, a comic. They have it as a comic, you know. Oh, like the Milky Bar. And goes. also, the current. Yeah. You used to get like the one page. Yeah. The hostess. Yeah. Uh, ads. So that was good. That was like a one page extra comic. Yeah, it is Thunderbolts. And Marvel used to do the. What is it? Three Musketeers, and also yeah, the um, yeah. How is this sponge cake that was very famous in the states? Yeah, the, the hostess. Um, uh, Twinkies. 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 Yeah. That was it. Yeah, yeah. 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 There's millions of them. Yeah, the, um, they could make a whole book of them. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. yeah, yeah. Right. yeah the ones in the ones mm-hmm. in the Beano always got me. There was advertisements for once again cereal and stuff mm-hmm. like that, like Frosties and stuff. And it was Tony the Tiger going on an adventure with. What yeah. I got with Tony the Tiger, but um, yeah, they're going on an adventure with some of the kids, and yeah. they get they get bolted through space and time, and they meet dinosaurs, and then they get back, and it's like, oh god, after all that adventure, I need some frosties, and you're like, ah. but I always they're thought going that to taste great, yeah, <laughs> great. Um, remember the Dungeons and Dragons ones? Oh, right. they yeah, they were like a one page, and, and it was like the wizard and the yeah. and the yeah. elf, the adverts, yeah, yeah. They were good. Yeah, but... I mean, It was just annoying when I got to the end and was like, buy it now. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing... Something had always just happened. Yeah. And they were coming out of the cave now. And then someone else was away to happen. That was... All of them seemed to be like that. Yep. Nothing actually ever happened. Buy it to find out. Buy it and find out. You decide. That was annoying me. Like, the rest of it was great. It was buy it now. And you're like, "Ah, I've been duped. It's an ad. It's not an actual strip. Mm. I've been duped. I sent away for a Milky Bar Animal Club comic when I was a kid. I don't think I have it anymore, but half the story was about the animals from Animal Bar, but the other half was about the Milky Bar kid who goes around uh, of course he was shooting people. Boy, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he was strong but at the very end, once he's beaten all the foes, he has a whole batch of Milky Bars to give to all the villagers yeah. who are all children the same age as him. Kick the shit out of him and steal his Milky Bars. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I think the dentist yeah. was sponsoning him. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> sounds yeah. like it. So there's there's the quality that was eagle every week. I've yeah, yeah, been all star western, so. and whilst we were talking, I thought of another one which maybe I read, which would have been maybe good for it, but I didn't think of it at the time. But Rebels on Dark Horse. Did you read that? Yes. The one set during the War of Independence. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so it's pre, pre, yeah, that, pre. I'm not having no, 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 no
I don't know. I maybe think, it is. I think that's just wrapped up recently. It was uh, Rebels, the freaking uh, something. Rebel 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 worth one pound. Maybe, yeah. Darth Ennis, wasn't it? No, I don't think so. Uh, sure it was. Hmm. Was it not him? Because he's really into his history. Mm. Oh, it might have been. I'm sure it was Rebels. But I enjoyed it. It was, yeah, it was, it was good. I brought... That's alright. You can have that one. If you want that's the one the only one I have. Uh, Litan to uh, Blueberry. Yeah. By oh, Charlier yeah. and Giro. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a classic of European comics mm-hmm. and is a classic of the Western. Yeah. Covers are really good. Mm-hmm. Painted by Jen Giro Mibius. And I brought a selection of different albums from him you can see how the art evolves because mm. he started if i'm correct if i remember correctly very late 60s early 70s and as he goes along in the 80s and then towards the 90s and okay. it's a classic it's really really good following the stories of an uh, ex-army soldier uh, and his adventures and has this sort of it's a womanizer he likes gambling who this uh, lieutenant Bluebird. Bluebird, yeah and he always gets into trouble and not necessarily because it's his fault so but i always try to blame him and he needs them to prove his innocence and try to catch the bodies and so it's a classic western story so it's really really good it was no many of them have been published here in the uk i think just Few of them published mm. when they were did in the United States. I don't feel for albums, but there's about I think it's about two or three dozen of them, so if no more. So these are all blueberries, but they all get their own title as the name of the yes. the, the story. The name of the story, yes. Cheers. Very, very nice indeed. Uh, so as you go along, you'll see how the art starts to go from Maldito. Giro towards Mobius mm-hmm. as it goes towards the bottom. One. I love how it's like. All the everybody's drawn really seriously, and then they get like a fool in a bar, and he's just drawn like a total clown, like complete comic. Oh yeah, like, he's gruff and everything in the back, and then oh, he's, 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 he's one of his. He's really good that uh, yeah. character actually, but it's like he's he's Irish. Is he meant to be Irish? Uh, yes. Yeah, covered in green ginger hair. The stereotypes. There's quite a lot of stereotypes. Other thing. Mm. Okay. You say pero, what do you say? Pero, but, uh, but why? Alright. Oh, yeah. Pero, por qué? I knew, I knew por qué, but... So he started, he started to look a little bit more Moebius in the art. Oh, yeah. I'm mm. kind of, um, still doing yeah. my lingo. I've, I've noticed the, uh, yeah, this guy here, he looks just like Slane from uh, 2000 AD, and I know there were some uh, uh, Italian... And uh, Spanish artist drew Slane. I think an Italian artist drew some of my favourite Slane stories. Was that was, one uh, any possibility that it's the same artist? No, no, no. That's the artist for the for at least these ones anyway. I mean, there's been other artists, but the ones I brought are all by Giro because ah. Moebius. Mm-hmm. Um, That's a great cover, isn't it? Just he, for that backdrop. Uh, allegedly. The face of Mobius, uh, of, uh, of yeah. Litter and Blueberry was based on an actor 
called Jean Paul Belmondo. And he did a few films in the 70s, uh, and he was relatively known in, in France and in Spain as well. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure, in Italy as well. Jean Paul Belmondo. Sorry? Jean Paul Belmondo. <coughs> no, an actor from the 70s. Maybe if I saw his face. He's open and in all these books are just. But yeah, he, sort of breathy. Yeah. Yeah. The face of uh, uh, Lieutenant Gobert was, was based yeah, on him, and then they slowly evolved from there. Right. Their popper in Panas are fantastic. Yeah, they are. It's just like fun. There you go. Establishing. And you go now. Yeah, this is from the 86, so now it's. it's this is Mobius now. So, so the Mobius take over. It's the same. Genjiro is Mobius. Oh, right. He. He used to use Jiro for <laughs> Western, right. and then when he started to do science fiction comics, he changed his name to Mobius. That is the same person. It's, it's like um, Jiro Mobius. It's like um, Ian Banks and Ian M. Banks. Ian, ba Ian Banks for his thriller stuff, Ian M. Banks for his science fiction. Yeah. But he, I mean, he. Blueberry, I mean, to me, I mean, I know science fiction and the Incal is always mm -hmm. one of the big ones and mm -hmm. I love it, but to me, it's Blueberry, there's something else in it that I just love. This, this one's powerful, this. Yeah, it's, it's the end of the... There's a lot of drama and it's a lot of this, the, the, the fire and great yeah, colour. Yeah, this is towards the end of the, the big yes, saga where he yeah. has, because yeah. I don't know how many albums he has to prove really his innocent, and he also... Lot. He tries to prove his innocent that he didn't steal money, like half a million dollars. He has to prove his innocent that he's not involved in a in a coup in order to kill the president. He he wants to catch the bodies. I mean, he has to do everything, and it's just so dramatic towards the end. How is he gonna do it? Did he just get? Yeah. Oh, it's really good. So that's good. Yeah. So similar. Last ones towards the end of the saga, and if you look in the style and you compare <coughs> to the first ones, you see how it how yeah. has evolved style wise. And then, is this one that you got recently from Barcelona, that one I go last year. Then, when he stood to be Little uh, Blueberry, then he started to be Mr. Blueberry, and he becomes a gentleman, a gentleman, and then became. Also, Marshall Blueberry yeah. in an older. So the character grows old, and Mobius decided to also make it the stories more according to that. Can I ask you, when they say uh, this blueberry is a Zorro, is Zorro a Spanish word for something? Zorro, fox. Ah, mm -hmm. right. That's, that's, that's Mr. Blueberry, and this is an album they did. You've brought that before. Yes. Yeah. This is a chronologically this story. It goes at the very beginning of the of the collection, but it's, this is one of the most modern books he did. Number forty-nine. Yeah. But chronologically, actually, mm. uh, the story it, you should read this first. Right. It's kind of like an epilogue. Okay. Hell, how many stories can they come up with? I mean, he it's did. He did about. I I I borrowed this one. Is and it the I same left writer book. still? Is this the same writer from the beginning still? Yeah. No. It, well, Charlie. Yeah. 
Sharon is the writer. Yes. I mean, they're all yeah. like substantial stories it's as quite well, a, aren't they? Cliffhanger to leave on. Yeah, I, I don't have the next one on that one. That's, oh. that, that's the that's the Mr. Boogie, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah. I need to. I need to get that. I need to get the next one. Mm-hmm. I know he's fine because then I know that he's doing Marshall Boogie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But <sighs> it's just when I opened it there, that was the first thing that fell in front of me. Is that? And I just lost page. Oh, what? Mm. What, a, what a striking. Yeah. As a curiosity, not all the stories by Blueberry are done by Moebius. Uh, there was a collection based on the youth of Blueberry. Mm-hmm. And Charlie is still the writer. And Giro did some of the stories. But it was Wilson who did quite a lot of work for 2008. Mm. Um, I think he's originally from Australia and then he, he lived in England and then he went back to Australia again but he did quite a lot of uh, blueberry adventures as well and then the latest one Marshall Blueberry because uh, Charlier I believe he died years ago and then um, Vance which is another European writer who, for example, Thorgal, uh, took the, the penny, did All the right. stories there with, with Giro. I think Giro also did some of the scripts, but the most of the script is bound. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's an absolute classic of Western comics. Um, it's a shame that there's not very many in English, actually. What, a blueberry? No. I only found three or four books. Mm-hmm. published years ago um, and that's it I haven't found it again I don't know exactly why I do hope that Cinebook mm-hmm. they're going to publish them someday because they've done a lot of classic European comics like yeah. uh, Lucky Luke or Thorgal or Blake and Mortimer or they do It's No Good and things like that and I do hope they're going to do as well Blueberry but um, I have in general way eh? there's not very much of them in English. No. That's right, there's it not very much. It's shocking. Because you can get the science fiction books of it, mm. published by humanoids, and yeah. then I think Dark Horse did for a while, and then they lost the right, someone else is doing it. But the Western itself, the Blueberry, this, I've never seen very much of it. Maybe they don't want to take that. <clears throat> Translation away from it. No, the. the, the the risk, maybe they don't think it's a solid enough in the English reading. I mean, in Spain, this is a, they were published, I mean, here there are books that are older than me. Many of them I bought from a guy I met in Menorca. He was getting rid of them, and I bought them at 100 pesetas each book. Mm. Now, 100 pesetas, that is about, what, 50p, oh if that. God. It's that. That was a good buy. That was a very time. good buy. And I bought about, I think, 10 or 12 of them. That and then I've been buying all those and it's time to fill the gaps. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. Do you know that it's, it's them and Paco uh, Lucas work? That yeah. is the only reason that I'm learning Spanish. <laughs> good, that's a good that's Paco the Roca, only yeah. reason. Yeah. Because I want to read them in yeah. Paco Roca. And, yeah. it's, and it's original 
how 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 far down? Spanish are you? How far down? Are you? And also, yeah, yeah. how are you doing? Because oh, how am I doing it? Do it that way. Well, just read that. <coughs> just read that and look up all the words as you go. Or I mean, you'll struggle with conjugation of verbs, but because it won't be in the dictionary, but it'll come up with. Nowadays, Duolingo isn't doing me too bad. And that's the last one I brought. Text. 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 Text is a classic of Fumetti, Italian comic. Uh, we could put text, Dylan Doc, um, Diabolic, mm. and Corto Maltese. And these three, these three, four comics are just the three, four comics you should read from Italy. They are magnificent. Mm. Text is a classic. Uh, it's been published by Bonelli, which is a family. They've been doing it for decades. And the format of the comics are slightly... They are not this sort of size, the European yeah, album. They are smaller. They are smaller books, but have a lot of pages, about 200, 200 odd pages. Mm. Published in cheap paper, black and white. That was the normal format, yeah. I remember, when I was a kid. This one in particular I have here is a digital version of the text graphic novel drawn by Joe Cooper that that horse uh, actually published. Uh, about a year or so ago. Originally, Joe Cooper did the comic for Bonelli, for the Italian publishers. Actually, this is from 2001. Mm. But it's only recently that... So this is a, 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 the Eng a translated English yes, version? Yes, it's been translated into English, but it was drawn by Joe Cooper. Mm -hmm. um, not all the secondary characters that normally appear in the text comics appear in this one, because I think it's just a story of text. Uh, but Tex, he's a ranger and ex-army as well and well, as he goes along he was come through the stereotype bad, good, he tried to help the, the weak mm -hmm. and in this one in particular he knows these people in the farm he goes to visit them and uh, there's the girl, the mom and the dad and these undesirables, well, they rape, kill the girl, and then kill the dog, they kill oh, the mom and dad of the girl. And by the time that Tex actually arrives to the farm, it's too late, everyone is dead. He finds out who they are, and he's trying to chase them. Yeah. But things get complicated because one of these guys is the brother of a big honcho, big kind of guy, mm. has a lot of money and has bought the sheriff of the town, and things are very difficult. Mm. Uh, so, eventually, yeah, he avenges everyone in the typical Western story. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, I recommend this one. If you never read a text comics, it's a very good example of it, and it's Joe Kubert. Yeah, uh, it's Joe Kubert. I'm impressed that he was working direct for publishers. There has been, there has been few artists who have been willing to work for Bonelli and do comics. Jokubers there now. Is Bonelli they, they don't have a lot of there, probably. They don't have yeah, they don't, they don't pay. The rates the rate the page rate that they pay is nothing compared to the American comics. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah. very poorly. But uh, yeah, Jokubers did this one and uh, and it's been colored for this edition. I'm not sure if in the Italian version was actually colored. I'm not sure about that. But this is the Dark Horse, that's the American one, so that's mm. the one I have here. 
So have a look through, see what you think. But when is it published? This one was published 2016 originally. 2001 in Italy. All right, okay. But Texas a comic has been published for decades. Decade, yeah. I think it started in the 50s, I would mm, say. Right, okay. Or 60s. I was just going to say, it's very, like, that's that whole story. Many artists there. many artists and writers have been uh, doing text comics. That, that whole story that you said there is very Punisher-esque. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Very much. But you know, the Punisher and... is very much, we were talking about comics and influencing, I think the Punisher mm. is very much a yeah, Western yeah. as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, although the again, yeah, uh, we're talking into uh, this sort of vigilante and yeah. low Yeah, exactly. Reminds so, me of Once Upon a Time in the West. Yeah. Who's that? Uh, the film Once Upon a Time in the West. Mm. That, that reminds me of that when the yeah. family's massacred and there's yes, a, yes. a lone gunman looking out for revenge. You know, it's a that's a classic Western story, two hundred old pages. And uh, it's really good, yeah. I really enjoy that, actually. It looks good. It looks great. It looks. He goes through the quite a. Oh yeah, he, 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 that bit there. You suffer, and he goes through all that. It's the fall. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I love it, like because he's catching himself. Though you know he's gonna be alright. Although you'd be but, fucking but, dead. <laughs> but you you suffer with him and you go through the night and really you go it just really I know it's very simple and it's not something that we've seen or heard or watched many times, but it's you really go for him, you go, Yeah, come on, Dex, you can do yeah, it, come on. Mm-hmm. Go and get the <laughs> bastards and just catch them and kill them, you know, it just Good. you just root you just yeah. want to, you know. So yeah, it's it makes you good at that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just, it's just that. And it's and like is a big. So it can be, you know, there's big sagas in in Blueberry. Mm-hmm. That one, you know, you have the book. Yeah. Each yeah, book yeah. is a story, and and it seems. Did uh, you say you had all the secret history number one? I got secret history number one. Yes. In individual. I got in an individual comic. Yeah. yeah. How many is it? Twelve. Ten. Uh, I want to say 18. 18? Uh, yeah. Mm. I think I have in the tablet, in digital as well. Let me check. Yeah, I've got digital, but I'm just struggling with it. You know, it's a, it's a boring technical point, but I find it interesting. The, the thought bubbles in this text, they're, they're not the little clouds. They're the same as the speech balloons. They're all no. round. They've still got the little red uh, round... Yeah. Thoughts coming off them. I noticed that when he when he has the fall, he's going no. Every time no, he's thinking, it's, uh, but there's a thought. Yeah. So you'd no, there's none. But. I was going to say, uh, I didn't know if um, I always got a feeling from Walking Dead that it was very Wild West esque. Yeah, it's very much because it's, it's a, well, the, what they're playing, what well, came yeah. in the comics and in the. In the in the comics and in the in the TV series, what well, he's playing is with that. Is there's no law, oh, there's no yeah. establishment, there's no an organization where you can fall back. Society is broken. Yeah, like it's, pretty much how it was in the Wild West. Yeah. So it's, you just have to fence for yourself. And, and, it's, and it's this lone share. It's either you or me. And then you have the main character. Yeah, he's the he's. In this case, he's a sheriff. Yeah, and he's still a sheriff. Was a sheriff in the modern times, and he's a sheriff in this sort of Wild West. Yeah. 
environment. So yeah, it's 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 a western from that point of view. Yeah, because I read through the first the first compendium, and uh, I got that whole feeling as I was going yeah. through. It was just Jesus. This is just and like he a just whole he, he gets and especially in the beginning, he's this caravan of people and trying mm -hmm. to lead the caravan of families to to save to safety. Yeah. There's a TV series, but I think they did make a comic of it. The Firefly. Yeah. Did they make a yeah, comic? Yeah, they did. Comic? They made a continue. Uh, that was a dark that was, horse. That was a good man. TV series. Firefly. Is that the one that Cowboy the set in the future? Else? Yeah, uh, yes. Serenity. Yeah, I saw the phone. Oh, oh yeah, Firefly, series. yes. Josh Wedden. I have the TV series. Yeah, it's good. It's good, good yeah, yeah, yeah. Anybody been uh, reading anything of interest recently? Oh, God. Uh, I read all the Invisibles. And in the past month. And so? Uh, yeah, really enjoyed it at the start, and then it got to be a bit. Yeah, towards the end, I was like, well, come on, what's what here? <laughs> you know. But not in a good way, like I'm intrigued, <laughs> like you're taking the piss. Um, but I found it. says Morrison, we're speaking of I found some of the earlier stuff quite prescient. He, yeah, yeah. Some of them storylines kind of ended up kind of playing out a bit, like with Diana and stuff. But I enjoyed it, I enjoyed it, and I'm nearly finished the contract with God, Will Eisner. Oh, the contract oh, with God oh, trilogy. Oh, good show. Yeah, yeah. The trilogy, so... Yeah, it's so all lovely. The stories, yeah. Lovely. Enjoy and it. the artwork, I think it's the first book I've ever read by him. God, that's bad, isn't it? But... His art reminded me of. I wonder whether Eric Powell from Big Man's Plans was a, a fan of his. The styles, there's a, quite a bit of. Um, Eisner's influenced. Yeah, everybody. Beautiful and the and the writing and really like powerful some of it. Mm. Um, Eisner's stuff is just amazing. Yeah, it's mm. it's really good. So I'm really enjoying that. Good. Uh, oh, I did read one book, but I'll uh, I'll bring that in one day. It was a. Uh, it was by the guy who did the, uh, you know those uh, Darth Vader and Luke Skywalker comics where there's Darth Vader's got oh, Luke Skywalker. I think so, yeah. He did yeah. A, a graphic novel about Neanderthals. Um, and I, I read that recently and it, it sort of merges it with the story and then some facts. So at the end of every chapter there's a couple of modern day anthropologists saying how we know this and how we know that and then the story continues. But I'll bring it up next time. Yeah. Uh, are they good? Jeffrey Brown. Brown. Kid, kids are weird. Wow. Oh, it's that? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 The ones from 1980. Mm -hmm. They've collected earlier ones from the late 60s. With the weird volume numbers. Yeah, and it, it's it's from the British comics at the time, TV 21 and all those things. Right. So it's all, it's good, it's like a British take on it, you know. Mm. Even the first couple of episodes, they call him Captain Kurt. <laughs> you know, the details are all wrong and everything. And 
I'm like, they'll have an adventure. One of them that sticks in mind is they have an adventure that finishes and then they're back on board and just to relax, they're all playing football. Of <laughs> course, <laughs> you know, and it's like British football, not American football. It's the goalposts and everything. So it's like a it's a real British, it's an oddity. Yeah. Very enjoyable. So, uh, yeah, it's good. <laughs> yeah. And there's a lot of great art in it. Jim Bakey and everything. Full painted stuff, you know. Yeah, so I've been fucking through that. Cool. Enjoying that. Cool. Mr. Miracle. Oh. That can be. You've been here. Mr. Miracle, I'm really enjoying that. How, good. how big is it? I mean, what, what are you looking at? 300 pages or something? Uh, something like that, I think it's 300 pages. You must bring it in. Yes, I will. Can have a look. You can have. I picked up another issue actually. Have you? Yeah. I'll just one on the topic. Ooh. For three pound. There's eighteen. Ooh. I think I've got about twelve. So I'm right. just. Yeah. You know, yeah. Years and decades go by. Yeah. I just pick up another one. Oh, that was great. You know the thing was that eBay. You know it's all so old now. It's like decades old, but I still open up a new one that I've never seen. I mean, this one Oberon's in it, and he looks in the mirror. And then there's like a demon, and he goes, Whoa! Mm. and then like he, he runs off, and then his head's on fire, and everything. Mm. I mean, the imagery is amazing. Jesus, it's so you know, Kirby. He never runs out of ways to make me be reading it, going bloody hell, you know. Yeah. So I just love it. Sweet. But even though th- we talked about this before, didn't we? Like even though I've got them, I want that. Book. You want that? Yeah. Want, <laughs> want that when you bring that book, and I'm going to be like. <laughs> you know, it's the same with the Star Wars ones. Yeah. Yeah. It's um. <laughs> Is, was that a, a shop find or a online? It was that, a shop find, well, like a store, like a con, you know? Right. Yeah. And the, the, the collected all, did you see they've done a massive omnibus of the Justice League International? Yes. Mm-hmm. Like a massive thing, it's got like about and there's, 60 and there's, issues. And there are misprints in it. Yeah, and two <gasps> pages are up order and stuff. What? Oh, and, and it's actually not even oh, the dear. best quality, is it? The, I saw like some of the... Some of the reproduction is, is quite not, it's not very good. Faded, yeah. Faded really? and stuff, yeah. It's very oh, poor. Yeah. Get the issues, you know. But still, yeah. if I saw that, that book, that this, this is recalling the book and they're going to reprint it, I think, so later. Yes, yeah. they are recalling the book, wow, yeah. So, you have, so if you have Somebody a copy of it. Yeah. After yeah. producing all that. Yeah. Well, they are a special edition, so. Yeah, they're enormous, aren't they? Well, yeah, because I mean, you know, <laughs> if someone spent. Whatever, 60 well, quid, 70 60, quid. 80 quid, or because yeah, I think someone about $100 price cover or something like that. Mm. In the long run, though, that'll be the more valuable one, yeah. probably. Uh, perhaps, but I think it's, it's a reprint of the stories, they've been reprinted before, so it's kind yeah. of really. Is it gonna be really? Uh, oh, I was kind of thinking that was the first time it was all so. Well, those trade paperbacks came out over the past uh, 10 years or so. so. Cool. I was. Uh, have you? Have any of you boys watched uh, Superman with your kids? The first one. Oh yeah. Yes. Yeah, How old were they when you first watched it? Was four. Right. Four. It wasn't yeah. TV no longer ago, and I watched. I watched. I put it you on with the kids. Age, yeah, because yeah, I was. But my my son was like after a while it goes. Nah, it's a boy. Oh really? <laughs> yeah, he was too old then. No, which? How old is he? He's twelve. Yeah, I think maybe by the time they've reached 12, it might be a bit slow for them, especially in this generation. I, I think that's part of the problem, is that I said to him, look, this is an old film, 
So this is no crash, boom, bang, here we go. This is a there's pacing, there's, there's pacing and it's going to be slower, you know, and mm. they're going to tell you the origin and you'll see Superman and you'll see his powers, but yeah, very late it's in the film awesome. and only occasionally and all the certain things. And, and who's the body? Who's the body? They say, well, you just watch the film. and So, yeah. Yeah, because I was looking into whether it'd be suitable for me and my boy, because, and then I was reading reviews, because obviously I've not seen it for a long time, and then I watched the video, like, actually saying, you know, it's a great film in its own right. Yes. yeah, it's, In its own right, it's a great is, film. Yeah. And it is. There hasn't been another one like it of, no, of any so. hero. And actually, when they were going through it, and I was remembering bits from it, I'm like, yeah, man, that... It is. It's brilliant, isn't it? All of it is just absolutely brilliant. Yeah, yeah, the second one's good as well, but the first one The second is, one... <coughs> and the rest of the them... Problem, the second one is... Stars part of it was directed by the same director. Mm -hmm. But then the producers, they want to say, no, they, they, they just fire him and they got someone mm -hmm. else and they did a, a hash. Mm -hmm. Yeah, thing. Watch it that doesn't quite work. The problem with the second one is that there's an entirely different fucking cut. Yes. Then you can watch a whole separate film yes. from the actual thing. So yes. there's literally the second two one. versions it's of that yeah. yeah. So there's the Donner cut. Right. There's the which Donner is, cut. And then there's the which is the good cut. one. Yeah, well, apparently so. It's a, it's got more of a coherent story. The Donner Cup. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I imagine it has been the, 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 the man behind the yeah. first one. Yeah, fan. yeah, he was a fan. He's a yeah. fanboy. Yeah. But yeah, it was that fan. No, that, I'm looking um, forward to seeing it after so many years. <laughs> Funny enough, Maybe. I just was watching, but while I was working, like about the second one, and I'd heard it ages ago, Donner saying like he really wanted the three of them, you know, Zod and Non and, non and Ursa, isn't it? Yes. And he says he really wanted them to be like scary, evil people. And they were going to be serious villains. And I always read that and thought, well, they're yeah, scary. Yeah, yeah, I thought they were scary. So I quite knew what he meant by that. But then there was like one scene bit that he filmed for it and they showed it on this documentary. And you know, they're in that town, you know, when they land on the planet. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, uh, and, and he says, nobody leaves this town. Zod was like, nobody's leaving this town unless I say it. And there's like a wee boy in the scene. And he like runs off and jumps on the horse and he's away. Like that. And he goes, non. And you know, non was holding the, the red. He, he ripped it off. The, I don't know if you remember. He rips off the alarm off the, yeah. the police car. Yeah. And he goes, non. And non just throws it like that. And it hits the wee boy in the head. <laughs> dead. Oh. <laughs> right, dead. And he's like, I said nobody was to leave, you know. And they went, he was just a boy. And us is like, brother, you'll never be a man. Whoa! And I thought, well, that is evil. I'm, too, I'm too scared of the fucking <laughs> so, so that's not even in that Richard Donner cut, then, I imagine. Well, I, I watched the Donner so. cut, and I can't remember. It was just a, it was years ago I watched the Donner cut. How yes, different so. are they? The, the beginning is totally different. Mm -hmm. You know, they go to Paris and everything, and the Eiffel Tower, none of that's in it. It's a completely different thing. No, I can't remember that bit. That's in the official like one, whole, is it? That's the official one. I remember it being a whole different plot. The, the, yeah, the beginning is totally different. Everything was yeah, yeah. Where can you watch them? On the internet? Yeah, they no, they came out on DVD. They, they came out on DVD. DVD. The Donner yeah. Cut came out on DVD. Okay. So yeah, you can watch them on the internet. Yeah, probably just YouTube. Yeah. I bought, there was a box set about 10 years ago and I had all four of them in and a load of extra stuff and the Donner Cut was in that. 
See, I only believe in the last few years what? I watched that Superman Returns. Is that the fourth one? No, no the fourth one is was it Nuclear Man? Nuclear or Man. Man or Quest for Peace. Quest yeah. for Peace. Yeah. It's uh, notorious like because they, they have very little money that. behind it, and the guy still has the money. Aye. Did you, that was the, he says like, yeah, well, 40 million, somebody ran away with the 20 million. <laughs> they still have to make it. This total producer, you know, gangster guy, you know, all these yeah. Hollywood assholes behind the scene that are just thieves yeah. and murderers and Whatever else. all the money, yeah. yeah. You know. Um, but, the, you know, just, uh, there was one more bit just that I remember with, 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 with Zod. You know, the, the break into the White House. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and they're all running in and they're just beating them all up and it's no problem. And and so and then the guys come in with the machine guns, and Zod's like, Boof, and then he's got the machine gun, and he's just like, oh, and then he just starts shooting them. Away. He's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And, you know, he's just quite enjoying it, shooting them with the gun, and he's like, oh, and throws it away. <laughs> so it just takes a wee couple of seconds to enjoy the the slaughter. You know, there was no need for him to shoot them with a gun. Marshall, how evil But Superman two was good. I mean, I enjoyed it. I think, but Superman one, you're right. That, that's. I mean, when you look at that, that's the got Mario Puzo to write it. Yeah, I yeah. never realised that that was a Puzo. Yeah. Oh, yeah. it's, it's really made a great job. Of it. I mean, that's the, the guy from Red and Wine and stuff, isn't it? The Godfather. The yeah. Godfather. Godfather. Mario Brand the same guy, Mario Puzo. Mario Puzo, Puzo the Godfather writer. Yeah, was he the writer? Yes. The, yeah. No, the, the novelist. Yes. Yeah. The guy who did yes. Bread and Wine. I'm not sure, but certainly the golf, the yeah, golf father. And three is, three is Richard Pryor. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and that's good as well, but it's when not that the woman same. turns into a that used to freak me out. Yeah, 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 yeah that's freaky. Especially when you see her eyes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's really freaky. I remember that. Yeah, that's kind of Superman turns evil with the with the the kryptonite. Yeah. And Superman battles himself. Yeah, that's a great scene, that. So you're going to get Superman the movie, DVD? Yeah. Yes is the answer. Yes, yes. The answer is yes. The answer <laughs> is always I'd yes. I'd interested to watch that documentary. The, uh, it was online, so I could... Gonna I'll send you the yeah. link. Yeah. yeah. It's like an hour and a half. An hour and a half, right, cool. Yeah. Just mm. quickly, the ones I, uh, I wanted to mention uh -huh. uh, that I was reading, yeah. is ones that, there's ones that I wanted to solve to... Come we look up because oh, I've read them. Now uh, they're quite short. Um, New York by Elizabeth Wearstreet. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Sid by Olivia Sullivan. Uh, Stir Fry by Sarah Crosby. Um, Self Care and Vegetables by Rosie Hathaway. And FLD or Flood by Bob Turner. They were all ones that were really good, and worth a look. I think I've sent you links for them. Um, but they're ones definitely to, to have a wee read through. Right. They're really, really good. Okay. Uh, Cosmo, Cosmos and Other Stories by Rosie Hathaway, that's really good as well. And uh, Four Letters by Roger Langridge. That one was really, really good. Four Letters was on the front cover, it has like an old American style, like 1920s advertisement with uh, it's like a, a can of lard with arms and legs, like how do we dance? So it's like Four Letters, lard. But the actual story on the inside is about him losing weight and uh, like whether people would still appreciate him for who he is and like trying to get through his own personal battles and yet it kind of just rounds off that the, the real four letter word is love. Right. Because he like goes on about his kids and everything as well. It's really good. Really, really good. Uh, but that's, that's all that and the Walking Dead compendium. I finally finished it. So that was 1,000 and... 
83 pages or something like that. Fuck <laughs> yeah. And I've got another one to go through. It's like 1,000 odd pages as well. And it's still going. They're good. Yeah, they're good. They're actually really good. Yeah, I didn't expect much. I really didn't expect. It was my first forte into the actual comics, and I didn't expect much at all. No, they're good. Those things are they're good size. They are like a massive editions. Yes, like a book. They're bigger than the Marvel Essentials. Yes, which is saying something. Considering they're huge in themselves. Do you know what works so well in that form? That scene oh, with Lois Lane in the helicopter on the top of the corner. Just, just going away to have a, an interview with someone in, in the helicopter and it gets stuck. Oh, right, yeah. Out, and she's hanging out there. Yeah. See that scene? That works beautifully. That captures anybody. I used to play that. Is that the one where he first meets her? Where he comes that's from underneath? First, that's where he's first... Uh, <laughs> yeah, he first meets Where he her. gets her from underneath? Yeah, that's the first mm. time he's Superman. Like, Superman, he appears with a suit, yeah. Yeah, he comes out. And the, and the guy goes, hey man, whoa, what a suit. And he's like, excuse me. Because I always remember that's his Superman's first line in those films. Excuse me. Excuse me. And he goes, and that's like, that's Superman. And the people are like, yeah. oh. it's not like breaking people's necks. No, no, it's no, like, no. excuse me. Uh-huh. Yeah, because the guy that, uh, the, 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 the half hour review that I watched of Superman won, he was, he was having a dig at the recent Batman and Superman thing yeah. going, you know. This isn't what a Superman mm. Do you know what? There's a stuff. really good set on YouTube of where. And it's like they just play the film and, and the talk. All, all, the guy loves Superman and it's really good. I wonder if that's still online. I must look that up for you. I tell you what we need to do one day is to get together and watch some videos related to comics yeah. and films. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And let's have a, you know, yeah, yeah, that'd be good something well. to eat, some drinks, and just have a laugh about it. Because there's, there's some belters yep. that we can watch yep. and have Nick a laugh. Fury. <laughs> Nick Fury by David. The Hoff. Don't hassle the Hoff. <laughs> I mean, that is one of them. Folks, David Hasselhoff did have what? Some, uh, Fem- 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 you couldn't bring me down. Continue to stay up to date with That Comic Smell on Twitter at That Comic Smell. You can also send us any comments or queries at thatcomicsmell at gmail.com. To listen to our previous episodes or to follow us or subscribe, you can reach us at SoundCloud, YouTube and iTunes. Thanks for listening. The music that we were kindly allowed to use for this week's podcast was by Side Saddle, and the song is called Something I Said off of their album The Historian. You can find out more at sidesaddlemusic.com. That's S I D E S A D D L E music.com. Bring me down. Yeah.